Hello, welcome to People's Park Podcast, a podcast featuring stories of homelessness in Berkeley. I'm Shannon Hong, and I'll be your host for today. We're proud to present our first episode, The Road is My Hustle, with Paul Kino, a.k.a. Catman, a traveler from Boot, Montana, who's seen most of America, who writes poetry, and who's found God. Let's get started. So, um, can you tell me your name and a little bit about yourself? From Butt, Montana. Your name is Paul? That's what, yeah, that's what the establishment calls me. The establishment? Yeah. But otherwise you're Batman? Catman. Catman? Yeah. What's that? It's just a cape to A to Z, man. Came up out the street, man. I always had that feeling that there simply must be more. Yeah. I'm going to go on a world tour and get a passport and stuff. Can you tell us a little bit about why you decided to leave Montana? My friend told me one time the most... <laughs> The most exciting thing that you can do in Butte, Montana is smoke meth. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, like, some people snowboard or ride snowmobile, but, like, I'd rather be a beach bum <laughs> than listen to cool guitar. Where have you been all around America? Maybe tell us your traveling story. I don't know. I trimmed some pot in Colorado last year. I, I lived in a nice... Iron Bar apartment in the Mobile County Jail for nine months in Alabama. I've seen the International Beach Volleyball World Championship of Florida, staying in this like crew house for people that work on yachts that this dude blessed me with. Like Daryl probably helped me more than anybody other than like my mom because he paid for me to stay in this place for like a month and got me like jeans because he picked me up on the side of the highway and I'm wearing like flower pant pajamas like I'm a hippie. I found him in some, like, donation box, I don't know. But I wanted to live in Florida, because, like, we ate breakfast, like, you could live anywhere, where would it be? And I'm like, there's palm trees, like, the beaches, right? <laughs> I've seen Rolls Royce and Bentleys and Lamborghinis in Montana, I can't see these. Mm-hmm. They don't exist. Mm-hmm. Fancy people, big school, like UC Berkeley. Yeah. What happened in Alabama? Why were you in a jail? I guess a bad shit. I was like, like, the dude, Metal Mike, took me on like the biggest part of my journey. Like, he picked me up on the, on the Montana-Wyoming border. We went to a hippie gathering in Colorado and then another one in New Hampshire. And then I left in like Virginia and started doing my own thing. But he said, he told me the road is my hustle. You know, like, all my friends sold drugs, but I'm not going to like fuck up somebody else's life. Like, I do drugs because I'm an artist and I'm trying to like, to pick my mind in different places. But like, and like, like even panhandling and stuff. Like, I can't beg. Like, I sat out there last night because some girl ran off with my blanket and my, my jacket. So I'm like, hey, you got a blanket? Like, everyone, every single person got the blanket in their hand. I mean, the road is my hustle. Well, in Alabama, I was like staying there because I started going to church and stuff. I ended up in the Bible Belt, and I met like there's a lot of cool like homeless dudes in Mobile. Like, they took care of each other like a family, mm-hmm. and they was like going to this church. And it was really cool music and. I ate lunch in the homeless shelter and I was walking away and some place like, hey, you want to do some work? And like, in Georgia, I did work. Like, mm-hmm. in Mississippi, I did, like, people take me to do work. But these people with like, some thugs and I guess, pick people up at the homeless shelter to do their dirty work. Like, mm-hmm. like, I said, you want to do some work? Yeah, landscaping. Well, that's what people have been giving me on the road. Cool. And I get in this car and I'm like, 
going down this, I'm in like nowhere in these weird suburbs and like, and she's like, well, my aunt owns the business and we already did the work. We just don't have ID. We need to cash these checks. And they're getting weird. And then they went into a McDonald's. And I guess she's like, put my name on these checks. Mm-hmm. And I go to the bank and tried to cash it and the bank wouldn't do it. Like they called the lady and tried to verify it. It didn't work. So I go back to them and I'm like, you know, they didn't do it. I don't really feel comfortable with this. They're like, well, just try one more. We're trying to get some money in your pocket. A couple of days later, I got picked up for being drunk in public. Like, I guess I got in a fight, blacked out, had a little bit of pot on me, sat for two weeks, and then these detectives came to see me for, like, two felonies. And then I sat for nine months. They wanted me to do, like, three years of probation in Alabama. But that's just, like, I got smoked weed. Like, I'd go to prison over some st- in Alabama for... Mm. So I sat, like, the whole nine months into whatever. How was it? Like, living in a bathroom with two other dudes. Our toilet got clogged, and we had to, like, push about, like, it took them three days to unclog it. Like, all you can do in jail is, like, eat and shit and sleep. Yeah. Do push-ups. <laughs> like, play cards. <laughs> what card games did you play? It was, like, Rummy and... I don't remember the other one. It was, like, a, like a cross. Like, the, the cellmate, his family to help him out so he'd get like coffee and stay up all night drinking coffee playing cards mm-hmm. and like I'd write my raps and I was like you must be a Yankee you, you ain't from, like you talk funny Montana where's that like <laughs> I'm from a place no one knows of I've never been to a club no one has a nose job worth a million bucks but I always have this dream it's a vision I can see say what you will but this is how I feel fake it till I make it I'm out on tour never been up past the fourth floor there's some skyscrapers in my reach my savior's helping me I didn't find Jesus he found me can you talk about your time, I guess, going to church in Alabama? I don't know. Do you still believe in God? Yeah, I never did before I traveled. My mom used to talk about Jesus. And my dad, like, he took us to Catholic church when I was a kid. And, like, then they got divorced or whatever. Mm-hmm. I, I didn't believe in God. And then I started, like, reading the Bible, smoking, like, recycled cigarette butts in Bible paper. And I'd read it before. And then I ended up, like, staying with this Mormon guy in Idaho and then the Bible Belt. And I was like, I want to go to church. Like, and it was in North Georgia at this chicken farm. This dude, like, they put me in their shed and, like, they put it to the ECR. He's like, you can't go to church dressed like that. But look, they'll laugh you out of there. I got to Athens, and it was a bigger town. This lady told me I could stay behind the church again. Because I tried to just go through Athens. Mm-hmm. And, and I got rained on. Like, the chicken farmer <laughs> gave me a, a tarp. And then I got rained on, and so these college kids brought me back into Athens, and I was, like, outside a laundromat. And this lady told me I could sleep, but there's, like, a gazebo behind this church. Mm-hmm. And I started standing there, but she went to the Southern Baptist Church down the way. And I walked by, and there was, like, open. They were having a Bible study. And they are talking about, like, who is your best friend? Mm-hmm. And, like, somebody said, my husband or my sister or whatever. And I said, like, I never been to, didn't been to church since I was, like, 12. I was, like, like Jesus. Like, there ain't no, no, nothing else. And at that point, I didn't know what that uh, meant. But then, like, being in jail, I, I did a lot of like studying and like reading. It's it's not that he's my best friend because there ain't no Jesus sitting next to me. But mm-hmm. it's like, you know, don't worship false idols. Like that's my idol. Like, when I was a kid, you know, I might have wanted to be like John Elway or Eminem, mm-hmm. <laughs> and like be like Jesus, because that's. It does comfort me, like, to know the stuff he taught, because he was doing the same thing. He's going into places where he don't know nobody. I mean, 
he was like mystical. He's like Zacharias, get down from this tree. Like yeah. you walk up to me in pants room, I don't know your name, <laughs> you know. But yeah, God is good all the time. Like, I was in jail in Alabama with like gangsters that you know they they sell cracking of guns, but we'd like hold hands together and pray. I never seen that. You know, my mom talked about Jesus and going to Catholic church. I never seen that stuff while I was down south. Like people actually like embracing it. You know, in Montana, in like in a, mountain, a small town, like everything's all closed-minded. Like you don't talk about politics or religion. But the South is like rebels. They're like fucking the government, and and we love Jesus. <laughs> Do you resonate with that? Yeah. Yeah. I liked it down there. The southeast and the northwest, all the rest of the country is just like, like obviously if I was going to travel around the world, I would need like some kind of home, some roots, some home base. Like I can't change who I am. I'm always going to be a kid from Montana. I can grow dreadlocks and not shower and eat out of trash can, but I'm not really, I'm, I'm always going to be Paul Kent from Montana. I, I couldn't be like, <laughs> I don't think I could plant roots in Thailand or Ireland, even if my family did come from Ireland a long time ago. Like. I've had enough conditioning in America that the vacations I want to be able to have in another country. Would you call yourself an anarchist? No. My mom, I call myself a bum. My mom told me I was supposed to call myself an intelligent man of God. But churches and stuff are mean to me. Cops are mean to me. Like, I've had run-ins with everything. <laughs> and I'm just like, trying to see the country. Like I used to, I was trying to see the country. Now I'm just trying to make some music. How is it like being homeless? Here in, in Berkeley. I don't know. I miss taking showers, you know. And, I, and every I get everything stolen from me. I home, like my poetry and my art. I had a black book with like, <laughs> yeah. I love hanging out in the streets and meeting cool people. But if like I had stuff to give them and like a place to keep my stuff safe, it probably better. You right. Know? I didn't care about me. Like, I, I walk around all night. There's one thing that you wish people knew about being homeless or, like, students. What would it be? I don't know. Not to be like that. Just because someone's homeless don't mean they're, like, a leper or a Gentile or, like, some kind of disgusting... Like, there's some girl in Olympia. She, she gave me, like... It was dank food. It was delicious. Like, potato toss with chili and stuff. But she... she, she and me and like backing away like I was a rabbit duck like or something. Mm. Like I'm not a human anymore. It is kind of weird being in Berkeley because like I'm realizing like these college kids are still young. Like I'm 26. I'm not a kid no more. But I don't think I'm like, I don't know. Are you, are you scared of me? Am I like some... I've had cops say, let me run your name make sure you're not an axe murderer when I'm hitchhiking. Like, mm. I look like some crazy serial kid, like, a threat. Well, I sat down and talked to you, didn't I? Yeah, and you, and you sat down with us like this. Yeah. It's so beautiful, no. but people different. That's what you'd say to college kids? Yeah, they're like, don't be, I don't know, don't judge. Like, judge not unless you be judged. I, I, I tried to go to college. It was weird. I was already 23, and I'd like, College was like to escape, like smoking crystal meth. Like I was like, these people, I'm gonna end up dead or in prison. I gotta go. Like, and like the college kids, I'm just like some stinky, dirty hippie. Mm -hmm. and I wasn't even a traveler, and I never traveled. But I was just like doing an online hippie, smoke a bunch of dabs. Like, and I I loved it. Like I wanted to go to the class. All the younger dudes are like skipping, but I walk out on the dorm and they're like, 
I got Xanax for sale. I got mushrooms. I got like, mm-hmm. I didn't even have no money, but I still managed to like fail the math pass, not hit submit on, on my like psychology thing to not get credits. And I'm like, that was my major. That's dumb. Do you plan on going back to college at all? Yeah, but it's even like, like it's, it's pretty easy to hop in the van, but once you're in the van, it's hard to get out. I was watching some dude this morning, like, the lady I was hanging out with said he's like, they're making him a manager and stuff. He was opening the bakery, and like, I used to, like, I was a manager at Burger King and a Hardee's when I was like, like, that's what I did. I spent four years in fast food places. Like, I don't know, for one, if I have the motivation to, like, work like that, like I used to when I was a kid anymore, but if I'm unshowered and I got lice in my hair and, and I feel like too far gone sometimes. Like I, I, this guy, this guy was hanging out with Tim in, in Seattle. He said, "Tim's already like 40, and he's yeah. doing this." And he said, "He's like, man, I'm scared. Do we all just like turn into crazy wingnut homos? You know, the ones in the street, like, like the crazy homeless guy that like pisses on himself. I mean, maybe he's schizophrenic. Maybe there's something else going on there. Maybe we're just travelers, like yeah. living. You know, it ain't like." There's a hobo retirement plan or 401k. Like, <laughs> if you could find resources, would you take them? Yeah, and then uh, like, some guy. The first day I got here, back here, he's like, "Tell me to take advantage of the resources and stuff." And like, I don't know them. Like, I don't really stay around long enough. The first time I came here, like last year, came to the Bay, I was like all over the place, like checking it out. Yeah. One day I'm up on the hate, then I'm like in Richmond, and then like. When we're in Chinatown and like the Japanese mall and then Santa Cruz with Pedro and then like, <laughs> like I, I wasn't really like trying to land, I was flying. Mm. Trying to land now? Yeah, you gotta plant roots if I wanna grow. Okay. It's hard to get up when you're this low. Don't know what to do, nowhere to go. Feel like I'm all alone, no phone, no friends, no money. My mom looks at me funny. I go back to view to mean dumpster pizza. It's pretty bad when mom will feed you, but there's always little Caesars, never been a people pleaser. Like, I just don't know what steps to take. And like I try like waiting on an angel or something, waiting on God to just come. But like, I'm like restless. Uh, uh, so I, I don't know, I'm a man and like a dude, so I wanna like try and do everything myself. Mm-hmm. But even like making music, I traveled across the country with a binder of all these songs I wrote. I'm sure there's people that, there's, there's recording studios in the United States. Mm-hmm. But I'm just like, not, <laughs> I don't know how to like, I need support. Okay. Thank you so much. Thank you for listening. If you enjoyed the podcast, please click like and subscribe. We'll be putting out new episodes each week with new interesting guests. In addition, if you found Paul's story compelling, leave us a comment or a review at peoplesparkpod.com or on our Facebook. See you next week.